Just another step closer to the NFL season starting as training camps open for all the NFL teams. You're in the doghouse. What's up, everybody? It is your boy, D-Roy, and this is the Doghouse Fantasy Football Podcast. Find me on Twitter and Instagram at RoyDog underscore 13 and over on Facebook, Dennis M. Roy over there. We do have the start of trading camps. We do have some news that we need to get through. Uh, So let's get into that real quick here. And then we will start on our Denver Broncos breakdown. Uh, A couple of things. Nothing's really changed in the Aaron Rodgers saga with the Green Bay Packers. Uh, All indications are, well, not all indications are. The rumor is that he could plan to retire if not get traded to the uh, Denver Broncos. But if you've heard me before, it's either he's going to retire or he's going to play. Um, there, I don't see that. I still don't see them training him. So it is what it is. Uh, surprise, surprise Deshaun Watson showed up to Texans training camp. Um, still seeking his trade as well here. Uh, a lot of people on Twitter, you know, how Twitter likes to be, uh, still predicting him going to Philadelphia now. Um, but I don't see that one happening either. Hmm. The hell that was, but, um, he started the process at least so he can so he's not going to get fined here now he could still end up on the commissioner's not uh exempt list which would make him null and void for the you know f- part of the season for the season pretty much until his uh legal issues get sorted out so i still wouldn't draft him but we are going to uh keep an eye on this and see what happens um <clears throat> Odo Beckham Jr. is non-committal about return, but the knee is great. This is something that we need to look at. This just popped up. Wow. Stupid fucking ads. Uh, It doesn't say exactly when he's going to be ready to go, so we're going to have to keep an eye on that. Um... Gonna have to keep an eye on that. I was actually writing up Cleveland uh, just before this, but yeah, he has no exact date on when he's going to be back. <laughs> Let's see. What did he say? At this point, we're just running our race. Told reporters, I feel like in the past I've been caught up in this question, and I'm just not. Re- <laughs> I'm just not really here for it anymore. It's whenever I'm ready to get out on the field, that's when it will be. Whenever the team that docks my team, everything gets cleared, we'll be ready to go. So whenever that is, week one, week 17, I don't know. It's just whenever we're ready, we'll be ready. Really? Uh, 
Good God. Good God. So I gotta I gotta think about that one. That is gonna push him down a little bit. Uh the board. Uh he's currently what he I believe he was a six rounder if I'm not mistaken. Odell Beckham Jr. Yeah, wide receiver 28, 65th pick overall. So, six-rounder in there. Uh, if he, if they're going to keep fucking around with that, I'm probably, unless he drops, you know, somewhere near the 10th round, I'm, I'm probably not going to fucking touch him, to be honest with you. Uh, we got extensions signed. Ooh, we do have uh, pups here. Oh, Vikings signed uh, former Jaguars wide receiver D.D. Westbrook, uh, but he tore his ACL in like week seven last year, so he is not going to be. Don't don't worry about that. Uh, he is not going to be good to go uh, for the season. Let's see here. We got some pupless. Really stupid fucking things. Uh, let's see. Left tackle Eric Fisher, of course, is going to be on the pup list. Uh, he had to torn Achilles in January, so that's not a surprise. Um, uh, Dallas Cowboys are look are still looking into signing free agent safety Malik Hooker from Indianapolis. Uh, Philadelphia Eagles uh, signed former Steeler and Chiefs cornerback Steven Nelson. Uh, there's talks that he is going to actually take over that spot across from Darius Slay. So that'll be a small upgrade there um, <laughs> from, uh, oh, God, from our boy, from our boy. Yeah, because that would definitely kick out Avante Maddox from there. Yeah, so. Uh, Tariq Cohen is on the pup list. Rookie wide receiver Daz Newsome on the pup list. Um, oh, Bears brought in, are bringing in another tight end, uh, Jesse James. Uh, on a one-year deal, so that's that's great. That's great. Um, Detroit Lions placed linebacker Austin Bryan on the pup list. Uh, Javon McKinley on the uh, NFI list. Ooh. Evan Heim on the reserve COVID-19 list. Okay. Cleveland Browns placed rookie linebacker Jeremiah Wusu Koromoa on the reserve COVID-19 list. Okay, let's just get that out of the way. Nothing else of real importance here. So I think we've got... Ooh, Browns unveiled a 75th anniversary uniform. Oh, and you're not going to show it? Oh, you whores. White jersey features brown numbers, shadow boxed with orange, and a 1946 patch. Okay, they're accompanied by orange helmets with a white stripe down the middle. Players' numbers on each side and gray face masks. Combination will include white pants with white socks with three brown stripes and two orange stripes. 
That sounds fucking hideous. That sounds absolutely fucking hideous. What do you... No wonder they didn't have a picture of this shit online. Good lord. All right. Well, we're going to go look at the strength of schedule of the Denver Broncos. Let's just... Woof. Woof. And we're going to determine if there's any... uh, Is this going to fluctuate, you know, players up and down uh, based on their uh, schedules here? Uh, We do everything... Um, we break everything down based on the DVOA uh, for each metric that's done on Football Outsiders. Total defense versus the rush versus pass versus wide receiver one, wide receiver two, wide receiver plus, tight end, and running back. going to take this by quarters first. Each quarter is four games except for the last quarter, the fourth quarter. That's going to be five games because you have the extra game. And then we will, and we're going to take a look at this by position. And we'll go, you know, by quarters first of all. And then we will take a look at the full season halves and quarters of each season. And we're going to see if that's going to move anybody up or down uh, for this upcoming year. So without further ado, let's just go ahead. Let's get in here. And we're going to start with weeks one through four. And that is going to be at Giants, at Jaguars, at Jets, or uh, versus Jets, and versus Ravens. So, based on total defense, you got a 19, 31, 21, and 9. Ooh, we should actually go through the uh, uh, full season based on the rank, or uh, by traditional strength of schedule based on the opponent's uh, uh, records, which is... Not the way that we do it. Uh, it's the way that some other other places do it, and it is the wrong way to do it. So full season halves and quarters here. Uh, they have the 28th ranked season based on opponents' records uh, for the full season. First half 27, second half 17, and by quarters 32, 4, 16, and 16. So it's pretty, pretty good schedule no matter... If Drew Locke or Teddy Bridgewater at quarterback, so. But again, we're gonna break this down. We're gonna break this down on our metrics because we like to do that and see if we're gonna move our players up and down. Uh, again, at Giants, at Jaguars, first Jets versus Ravens. Total defense: nineteenth, thirty-first, twenty-first, and ninth. So it's not too bad. Uh, Giants, we've talked about, they're going to get a little bit better there. Jaguars, they're going to get better, but still going to be in the 20s. Jets, probably about right. And Ravens, um, I've actually talked about in the in the uh, the draft guide that uh, they're going to be pretty close to getting pushed out of the top 10, I think, this year. They'll still be pretty decent, but they're, they're going to get out of the top 10. So um, that looks about right right in there let's look at our melvin gordon and javante williams here um very much higher on javante williams i think at some point he is going to take over if not right out the gate uh so let's take a look at javante williams and melvin gordon here 15 24 8 and 12 Hmm. let's see here so Let's take a look here. 15 at Giants. That's about right. 
Jaguars, that could get a little bit worse, but uh, it's probably not going to get any better than the 20th. Jets at 8th, they've always been pretty good against the run, um, but if you're committed, you can beat them. Ravens at 12. Uh, that could get. That's where it could probably get a little bit slightly worse there. Uh, versus running backs in a passing game, 11th, 16th, 12th, and 21st. So 11, yeah, that's about right. 16 versus, Jack Jaguars at 16. That was, that's kind of a surprise. But uh, it is what it is. Okay, that's about right. Uh, Jets at 12, okay. Ravens at 21. They've always had a problem uh, corralling the running back in a passing game. At least for like the past three seasons. So that's about right there. So not the greatest at the beginning for the running backs here. Uh, let's see where Drew Locke and Teddy Bridgewater are. 22nd, 31st, 28th, and 10th. Hmm. Good start in there, right? Giants at 22nd. Might get a subtle improvement here. Probably 18 to 20, somewhere in there. Jaguars at 31. I think they're going to pop back into the 20s. Uh, but no better than 25th, so I'm not worried there. Jets at 28, that's about right. But that could improve with Robert Sala's defense in here now. Um, but they're still really, really weak at cornerback, so I'm probably going to leave them there at 28. Ravens at 10. <sighs> I said it, they're getting a little longer in the tooth. That might push back a little bit, but he's still got guys like Marlon Humphreys there, so... All right. Um, wide receiver one. So this is going to be Cortland Sutton coming back. Um, We've got to pay attention to that one, too, see if he's going to be ready to go to begin the season. I believe he's ready to go. Um, but we'll find out. We'll find out here real quick with everybody reporting. So Cortland Sutton, 14, 19, 22, and 3. So 14 versus the Giants is about right. Got a decent uh, top-end quarter there. 19 versus Jaguars. That could improve a little bit there. Jets at 22. That actually will probably fall back a little bit. So this is going to get a little bit better. Ravens at 3 versus a wide receiver 1. They, they do like to focus on that top guy. That is their main concern there. So... It's an okay start to the season. Let's look at wide receiver two. This would be Jerry Judy. 21, 5, 29, and 16. So 21 with the Giants. It's about right. It's about right. A little bit weaker crossed. across the formation there. Fifth versus the Jaguars. That's kind of a surprise, but... Uh, <sighs> I don't think it's going to be that tough, but let's take a look there. I got to look there. AFC South. Well, yeah, you probably have Shaquille. Well, actually, you know what? Against your wide receiver one, you're probably going to be a lot worse off. Against the wide receiver one, it's going to be a lot tougher than against the wide receiver two, at least at the beginning. Um, because the wide receiver one should be covered by Shaquille Griffin here, and then Tyson Campbell should be the rookie out of Georgia, should be handling the wide receiver two duty. So, 
actually for the Jaguars, that 19 for the wide receiver one, that's probably going to slip up into the top 15. That wide receiver two ranking right there at five, so the Jerry Judy ranking, that's probably going to slip up um, at least back up to 15, if not 20s, right out the gate. Jerry Judy can beat a rookie, should be able to beat a rookie. He's, I'm sure he's probably beat the shit out of Tyson Campbell before. So, in college, so he probably knows him pretty well. So, not a bad spot. Not a bad spot for Jerry Judy. First is the Jets, 29th. Yeah, that's about right. Uh, Ravens at 16. Um, God, that's going to be, I think who that's going to be. Let me actually see who that's going to be. So that's probably going to be Marcus Peters against him. He could beat Marcus Peters. Humphrey being up against Cortland Sutton when they're too wide. And this is going to be more of a 12 personnel offense anyways with two tight ends. So, um, yeah, Humphreys Humphreys would cover Cortland. Peters would cover Judy. So he should actually be okay there. So that's, so that's 16. Yeah, that's about right. Uh, KJ Hamler, the wide receiver plus. This would also technically cover Tim Patrick, but Tim Patrick's really Cortland Sutton's backup. Uh, 31, 28, 12, and 5. So it's pretty. it's a pretty decent start, except for, you know, you can get into the Jets. That's actually going to get worse, but... Uh, Ravens at fifth is going to be pretty standard. But K.J. Hamler, I've seen a lot of people jumping back on the K.J. Hamler thing. And that's just, I don't see it happening. They're going to go two tight ends. That's It is what it is. That's how it's going to be. So you're not going to see a lot of K.J. Hamler on the field. It, it, they'll be able to take their pot shots you know, from time to time. But it's not going to be really somebody that you're going to want to use for seasonal. It's going to be more of like a DFS type play. And if we can actually track... You know exactly how they're utilizing him. Tight end. Okay, so here's your Noah Fant. Here's your Albert O. Um, more Noah Fant, of course, but um, 24th, 30th, 27th, and 22nd. So 24th for the Giants. Uh, should stay relatively about the same. Uh, 30th for the Jaguars. That'll probably get a little bit better, but not. You know, not terribly great. They'll still be in the 20s. Jets, 27th. They've been terrible against tight ends uh, historically. So have the Ravens at 20, at 22. They focus more on the wide receivers. It's stopping them. So no fan has a really good start to the season right there. Um, Yeah. So we got that. Uh, let's go to the second quarter. This is going to be at Steelers versus Raiders, at Browns, and at Canoes. So, you know how this works with the Steelers. Uh, A lot of this is going to drop a little bit, or at least get better. I should say get better for the offense because the Steelers are going to be really weak in that secondary. So, you're looking at, for total defense... 128, 25, and 3. Douche Canoes, they're, they're going to get better. They're going to get better. There, if, you know, outside of a 3, we'll just keep them at a 3. Uh, but Steelers at 1, that's going to come back. 
It's going to come back. It's going to come back um, somewhere at least 8 to 10. Okay? They're going to be top 10, but they're probably going to be back in top 10. They're going to be back where, like, say, the Ravens were. Uh, 28th for the Raiders. Yeah, of course. Yeah, you could destroy the Raiders at all time. 25th versus the Browns. Now, that's going to get worse because we've talked about the the Browns and how their defense, how they, they're they real solid, they're real deep. So that number is going to drop tremendously. Um, at the very least, they're going to be a top 15 defense. Uh, overall, I wouldn't be surprised if they ended up in the top 10, top 12, um, right on that back end. Uh, that's quite the possibility. One, uh, three for the douche news. Uh, we've talked about it. The, the least douchiest of the canoe parts of this team is their defense. Um, that number three, man, when they got William Jackson, the third from, uh, uh, Cincinnati that just really strengthened their their secondary. Love that defense. Love it, love it, love it. Versus the rush. Okay, so here's our running backs. 5th, 28th, 19th, and 11th. 5th for the Steelers. I did, I did say if there's anything, it's their front seven. That's okay. Um, it's the secondary. You know, the <clears throat> you're going to have a little bit easier time th- through the air on them versus on the ground. Uh, 28th for the Raiders, yep, yep. 19th versus the Browns, they really got stronger across the front, so that should be a top 15, so a little bit of more improvement. Not not great, but uh, Washington at 11, that should improve a little bit. That should become top 10 in there. So really tough, really tough running out the, in that second quarter. Uh, running backs in the passing game. Sell 14, 20, 23rd, and 1st. 14 for the Steelers. That's going to be about right. That might slip a little bit. Uh, 20th for the Raiders. That's about right. 23rd for the Browns. I'm going to have to take a look at that one here real quick. Might see a slight improvement there, especially with the safety help. So a slight improvement for the Browns at 23rd. They'll be probably somewhere between 15, 20, somewhere in there. First for the Dushka News, yep. Yep. So that's a tough little stretch for the running backs there. So keep an, keep that in, there, in the back of your heads. Um... All right, versus the pass, one for the Steelers, 26, 25, and two. So first for the Steelers, that's going to drop back. That's going to be that's going to be somewhere around 15 right in there. Uh, Raiders at 26 is going to be about right. Browns at 25, that's going to improve. That's going to be top 15. Uh, and then Washington at two. So that's a tough little stretch outside of the Raiders right in there. Uh, Cortland Sutton here, wide receiver ones, 24, 29, 4, and 27. Uh, Steelers, <laughs> we found this. The Steelers have trouble against the wide receiver ones. They're going to have trouble again this year, so that's a really good spot. Raiders 29, yep, yep. 
Browns are four. That's Denzel Ward coverage, so you stay away from that. And then 27 versus Dushka News. That's going to come down uh, considerably with William Jackson the third. Um, if I can give you kind of an idea where that's going to drop. I'm going to find somebody that's facing Cincinnati. Hold on here. Versus the Bengals. That's going to drop down to at least about a 16 probably in there. So that's going to be... That's going to be about a te- at least a 10 position drop in there to a mid-range. And it probably could get even better uh, just because you're going to get a better pass rush for William Jackson III with Washington there. So... Really should be a really, really good improvement there. Jerry Judy, okay. 4, 25, 18, and 2. Uh, the 4 versus Steelers, that's going to get uh, better for Judy, worse for the Steelers. Uh, 25th versus the Raiders, that's right. 18th versus the Browns. Um, might be able to take advantage of them of Greg Newsom the second out of the corner out of Northwestern um, right there. So Judy might be able to, that that might be about right, right in there. So not too bad, not too, not too terrible. Uh, Douche Canoe is a two. That's about right. So it's, it's a little bit better stretch than it, than you would think. Wide receiver plus, we're not really paying any attention to this one here for Denver, but got to go through it anyways. Two, 29, 30, and three. So Steelers again, it's gonna get it's gonna get worse for the Steelers, better for Hamler. 29th versus Raiders, uh, that's right. Browns at 30, um, that should drop considerably. Uh, Dushkin is at three, that's about right. No Fant. Now we're doing the versus tight end. One for the Steelers that might stay. Um, if there's one thing with the Steelers is that their safeties are really good in Minka Fitzpatrick and Terrell and Terrell Edmonds. So um that one I'd probably still would say, yeah, they're gonna be somewhere at least top five in there. Fifth versus the Raiders, that should actually go that should actually get worse for the Raiders, you would think, because they didn't really do anything um with anything that much with their secondary. So, and I can give you who is going to be starting in that secondary. Uh, rookie Trayvon Mooring, uh, safety out of TCU, and then Jonathan Abram. <laughs> Jonathan Abram at the strong safety position. So, um, not all that great. Uh, Damon Arnett is going to be the, the uh, slot corner, too, so that's not going to help them at all. So that number should drop. That should be good for Fanton there. Uh, 28th versus the Browns. That's going to get a little bit worse. Better safety play in there. Douche Canoes at 17. If there's a weakness, it's probably going to be here, but, um, I'll say it stabilizes right in there. I'll say it stabilizes. So in reality, when you look at tight end, no fan right now is not too bad. Not too bad at all. So. Let's get into our third quarter here. And what do we got? What do we got? So we got Cowboys, Eagles, Chargers, Chiefs. Oof. So 
This is going to be a little bit of shootouts right here. Looks like. Shootout quarter, huh? All right, well, let's look at our total defense here. So, 23rd for the Cowboys, 15 for Eagles, 20 for Chargers, 22 for Chiefs. 23rd for the Cowboys, I think that's going to stay relatively about the same. Might see a slight improvement. It's going to be a little bit easier offense for the, or defense for them to learn. So, uh, But it's not going to be too bad, uh, especially if the Cowboys' offense is putting pressure on Denver's defense. Uh, 15 for Eagles. I think that's going to get a little bit worse, actually. I'm not that big on the Eagles' defense. Even with Steven Nelson coming in, fuck that. That doesn't do anything for me. Uh, 20th versus the Chargers. Uh, Chargers' defense should improve. That should be a top 15 unit. Um, so maybe we just flip kind of the Eagles and Chargers. You'll still be able to beat the Chargers, though. Uh, Chiefs at 22. That's about right. So, not too bad, not too bad. Let's take a look at the running backs here. 23rd, 13, 26, and 31. So, 23rd versus the Cowboys. I think the way that I've seen this, you're still going to be able to run versus the Cowboys. They didn't really do all that much. I mean, they they brought in the plethora of inside linebackers and safeties, but... Uh, you should still be able to get through that first level through the defensive line uh, and then get on the one-on-ones. And then if you've got a really good running back, like, say, Javante Williams, for instance, Javante Williams can get away from these linebackers pretty easily. Uh, 13th versus the Eagles. They've always been pretty decent versus the run, so I'm, that that kind of is what it is. 26 versus Chargers. You might see some improvement in there. It's just whether or not they can get in within the top 20. Um, not too bad, not too bad. Thirty first versus Chiefs. He always use a run running back all day, every day. Uh, and that is, let's see. Also take a look. Running backs in the passing game: six, eight, seventeen, and thirty one. Surprise the Cowboys. Six versus running backs in the passing game. Oh, probably because they didn't have to use them. Because most of the time they were playing. Most uh, opponents were playing from ahead against the Cowboys, so. No wonder on that one. Eighth versus Eagles. Yeah, you don't use running backs versus Eagles. Seventeenth versus Chargers. Uh, that's about right in there. Thirty-first versus Chiefs. Again, all day, every day with running backs against Kansas City Chiefs. Let's take a look at the pass here. So our quarterbacks, 21, 24, 17, and 16. So 21 at Cowboys. I think that's pretty good. Uh, 24th versus Eagles. It's still going to be that's still going to be uh, in the 20s, even with the new addition. 17 versus Chargers. Might see a slight improvement, but I, mm-hmm. it's going to be intriguing to see if Chargers are actually going to get into shootouts with that offense. Uh, 16 versus the Chiefs. We've seen that the secondary. It's not really, you know, any big names or anything, but they actually play pretty decently there. So that's going to probably be okay right in there. Um, it's probably about right. Let's take a look here. Yeah, I mean, you got a luxurious need. That's one thing. Uh, Traverius Ward. 
on the other side. Uh, oh, well, you know what? Will Parks. Will Parks in the slot. That would be where I would attack. Right in there. And then, again, outside of, like, uh, their, safety pl- their safeties, I still think that you really should want to put Matthew at strong safety and keep uh, Juan Thornhill at the free safety position. But they want to put Daniel Sorensen, apparently, at strong safety and then have Matthew starting at free. But, uh, yeah... Yeah, 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 yeah. You're still going to be able... Yeah, you're going to be able to throw, but I think it's going to be through the wide receiver plus. And the tight end. And the tight end, of course. But, um... Yeah, 16, that's about right. That's about right. You're going to have a good pass rush on that team, but Denver's got a pretty decent offensive line, so they should be fine. All right, let's look at Cortland Sutton here. Uh, 25, 32, 5th, and ninth. So the 25th versus Cowboys, that's going to be about right. 32 versus the Eagles. That is if. I, I would see improvement here just based on the fact that it is Darius Slay. I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt um, that that's going to improve. That should be, you know, at least 20 right in there. But it would still be a matchup that I would use him against. Um. But that is going to improve. That's going to improve for the Eagles, not for uh, Cortland. Fifth versus Chargers, that's about right there. Ninth versus Chiefs with Legereus, that's about right. So it's going to be a tough little stretch right in here, and to be honest with you, outside of probably the Cowboys. Uh, let's see, Jerry Judy here, 32, 31, 27, and 13. So 32 for the Cowboys. You can only see improvement here, but it's still going to be 20s. Uh, 31 for the Cowboys, or for the Eagles. Again, Steven Nelson coming in there should get a little bit better, but it's still going to be in the 20s there. 27 versus the Chargers. That might start seeing improvement there with, because by that time, uh, rookie corner Asante Samuel will get his feet underneath him. Um, but he should still, I mean, Asante Samuel, Florida State, they might have played. Jerry, Judy might have played him. Um, in SEC versus ACC. I'll have to wait and see on that one. So, but he, Jerry Judy's probably got the edge on him on there. 13 versus the Chiefs. I think he can beat uh, Traverius Ward in that defense so not too worried about that wide receiver plus here so 18 20 16 and 7 18 versus the cowboys yeah yeah 20th versus the eagles yeah these these numbers are probably because nobody had to actually utilize that wide receiver three um 16 versus the chargers yeah, Chris Harris, yeah, you're not doing it. <laughs> nope. Nope. Uh, seven for the Chiefs. Again, we talked about that. That might actually uh, get worse for the Chiefs. Uh, you can attack Will Park. You should be able to attack Will Parks. It's going to be a real weak point in that secondary. All right, and here we go. Noah Fant, last but not least, the tight ends. 29 versus Cowboys. See that staying the same. 26 versus the Eagles. Yep, use uh, tight ends versus Eagles every year. 
20th versus Chargers. That's going to all be dependent upon whether or not Derwin James actually can play this year. Um, if he's out again, if he gets another big injury, that's going to stay at 20 or worse. Chiefs at 14. Historically, we used to like using tight ends versus the uh, Kansas City Chiefs. This one's going to be dependent upon whether or not, like if Sorensen's on the field or not. See, this is why I would put Matthew at strong safety and want Thornhill at free safety, is to cover the tight ends, really. But they like to have Sorensen in there. So Sorensen is... If Sorensen's taking on the tight ends, I would uh, I would definitely attack them there. So 14, yeah, I'd probably say, you know, you got about mid-range. Middle of the pack, middle, yeah. I don't know if they're going to, they're not going to improve on that 14 at all. The only thing I think they can do is slip a little bit further back towards the 20. So it's still, still a good spot for... Uh, in my opinion, it's still a good spot for Noah Fant. I think historically he's actually been pretty decent too. All right, last quarter of the season for the Broncos. We got Lions, Bengals, Raiders, Chargers, Chiefs. Hmm. Not bad. Not bad that Chargers won. Uh, probably not the greatest, but outside of that, man, you got the Lions, you got the Bengals, you got the Raiders. Weeks 14, 15, 16. So you're trying to make it into the playoffs, and then you're – Ooh, and then oof. probably going to get into a good match with the Chiefs. The Char- Chargers, you might get into a good match. It's all going to depend on that, if that defense can stay healthy. So this is not a bad end of the season schedule. So let's look at total defense. 32, 27, 28, 20, and 22. You fucking kidding me? <laughs> <coughs> Wow, that is really, really good. Again, Chargers would be a little bit better, but that's a good end of the year right there. Holy shit. So rushing twenty for the running backs, 27, 21, 28, 26, and 31. We've talked about Chargers. They'll probably improve a little bit there, but outside of that, um, that's a really good schedule. Uh, running backs in the passing game. 32, 24, 20, 17, and 31. So no matter if you believe that Javante Williams is going to start the season, you know, as the number one, or that Melvin Gordon is going to start out as number one and Javante Williams will come out, you know, come out in the end. If you believe in Javante Williams, this is exactly why you want Javante Williams. And even that second, even that third quarter wasn't too bad in itself. So Javante Williams, that's one of my guys. I'm just throwing it out there. Just throwing it out there. So quarterbacks here, 32, 27, 26, 17, and 16. That's still not too bad. Um, I, do, I still like Drew Locke over Teddy Bridgewater, but it is what it is. You don't even have to have the quarterback here. You just want to get one of the wide receivers. So not too bad. Uh, gets worse as the as that quarter goes down. So 
but it's neither here nor there. We're not really messing around with that. So Cortland Sutton here, though, 30-16. That's going to get worse for the Bengals. So I get that improves. 29 for the Raiders, 5th for the Chargers. That's a real bad spot. And then Legereus need it at the end at 9, 9 overall. So Cortland Sutton, that's not great towards the end. Not the greatest. I would still use, well, for the price that you're going to have to pay for his services, it's not that bad. Considering the fact that Cortland Sutton right now is going as a wide receiver 31, pick 72. That's two picks right in front of Jerry Judy at 74 at wide receiver 33. So as a wide receiver three, I mean, you can just make that decision whether or not you're going to use them in those matchups. Uh, Jerry Judy here, uh, 28th. We talked about Bengals at six, but that's going to uh, be a better target right there. Um, Oh, no, 16. But uh, still, wide receiver two, six, six on there. Nobody's covering Jerry Judy for the fucking Bengals. Nobody. Uh, 25th for the Raiders, that is going to stay about the same. 27th for the Chargers, that will get better with Asante Samuel. In there, that should be a good matchup. 13 versus Chiefs, I think he could beat Traverius Ward there. All right, K.J. Hamler, 19, 27, 29, 16, and 7. Pretty good for the Lions. Uh, Bengals, yeah. Raiders, yeah. 60 for the Chargers. It's probably going to be a really tough spot there. Uh, seven for the Chiefs. Said it again. Probably a good spot, but you're not drafting KJ Hamler. So we'll move on to tight end to finish this one off. So 21, 12, 5th, 20th, and 14th. 21st against the Lions. It's about right. Bengals at 12. I can see a decrease in there. Well, let's take a look at our let's take a look at our Bengals here. You gonna be good? Yeah, Jesse Bates and Von Bell. Yeah, we've talked about that. Yeah, they're gonna be pretty good. They're gonna be pretty good. So that might be a bad spot. Raiders at five. I don't see them being that good against tight end. Should be well involved there. Twentieth uh, for the Chargers. Yeah, it's about right. Fourteenth uh, for the Chiefs. So be all right so it's not the greatest ending stretch right in there so it's really the running back the running back all year no fan for most of the year and then uh uh Cortland Sutton and Jerry Judy not too bad not too bad so let's take a look at our rankings here uh we go full season halves and quarters we're going to do total defense as a total you know just what we did but uh, take a look and see what it lines up as right now. So we talked about strength schedule based on opponent record was 28th. Uh, it's actually 32nd for total defense uh, by halves, 19 and 32, and by quarters, 24, 11, 24, and 32. So one hell of a good, good stretch in here for the year. Uh, running backs, I'll do the rush, and then I'll go over to the running backs in the passing game. So full season, 31 by halves, 12 and 32. We looked at this, though. We do like this. 
by quarters, 10, 13, 31, and 32. So it's really the second half if that offensive line can stabilize early, uh, should he have an even better uh, first half. And running backs in the passing game, uh, ranked 20th overall for this full season by halves 11 and 29, and by quarters 12, 12, 14, and 32. Um, again, should should be a little bit better in that first half, but it is what it is. You get him for the second half, you'd be good to go. Still would be excellent as RB3, just saying. Here's your quarterbacks versus the pass. So 32nd overall is the season. By halves, 25 and 32. And by quarters, 31, 9, 25, and 32. Not bad for the quarterbacks. I just don't trust them. So wide receiver one, this would be Cortland Sutton. His full season rank is 24th by halves, 25th and 20th. And by quarter, 11, 30, 19, and 20. So it's actually... No matter what you can say about that final quarter, quarter, quarter and a half, he still has one of the top uh, schedules at at the end of the year. Jerry Judy, 29th overall for full season by halves, 10 and 31, and by quarters, 19, 9, 32, and 25. So very, very good, especially on that back end. Uh, It's just got to get through the second quarter, really. K.J. Hamler. Guy we're not really getting on at all because you will see two two tight end sets here. So 23rd overall by halves, 22 and 25, and by quarters, 25, 15, 12, and 25. So good start middling through the year until the end of the year. And Noah Fant. Noah Fant, full season, 28th. By halves, 28 and 23. And by quarters, 32, 7, 27, and 11. So we're going to really have to take a look at our KJ Hamler here. Um, or uh, Noah Fant. And we're going to have to really consider him. Uh, let's take a look at our quarterbacks here real quick. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater actually is the first quarterback off here at QB 35, though. He's a QB 3. Uh, pick 263. Drew Locke, QB 36. 275 so not really worried about there let's take a look at our running backs though uh just gotta find them just gotta find them first i got my i got my melvin gordon where's my javante where's my javante there he is so javante williams uh the rookie he's going off as rb 22 pick 52 so it's a fifth round pick in there you're gonna have to decide if you want to take the risk on him on there if it's worth it uh most of your drafts most of your home league drafts you're gonna have to play it you're gonna have to play it cautiously you're gonna have to listen to uh your teammates and stuff like that your league mates and see if there's any interest in there Uh, especially if you're we've talked about this too it depends upon where you're at if you're in a more denver broncos fan base uh, you're really going to have to jump on him earlier. And I guarantee you that Javante Williams probably is going to go as a third-round pick in those. Um, most of your other ones, depends on how savvy they are, you may have to use a fourth-round pick uh, to pick up one Javante Williams. Melvin Gordon, who should end up being the backup. It doesn't matter if he, how much he's getting paid. 
Um, they can cut him actually after this year. They should be trying to trade him to the LA Rams, but they won't because I don't think the Rams can afford it. Um, he's going off as an RB32, uh, pick 83. So he's really, really been dropping. Um, he's consistently been dropping over the last four weeks. So, uh, wide receivers here. Let's see here. Cortland Sutton is going off. He's your wide receiver one. He's going off as wide receiver 31, pick 72. And then Jerry Judy goes off as wide receiver 33, pick 74. So I like both. Um, Cortland Sutton is coming off the injury. So if you, if you're a little bit scared of that injury, then go ahead and just take Jerry Judy and just be fine with it. Uh, any other wide receiver here is going to go right at the end of the draft. Nobody's really going to draft him, so I'm not going to just delve into that whatsoever. Noah Fant uh, is going off as a tight end 8, pick 90. That is a really good value in there. So you're probably going to look at him probably, you know, uh, you're going to start looking... You're going to start looking for him at about 7-8, and you're going to hope that maybe you can get him in the ninth. If you don't think you can get him in the ninth, go ahead and just take him in the eighth round and just be done with it. Uh, it's a really good schedule. It's a really good schedule. If you like Noah Fant, yeah, go ahead and get yourself some Noah Fant. Uh, Denver defense is going off. Currently as defense 13. Uh, we're not going to go through the ADP there just based on the playing some effect that's stupid it's the end of the draft um but the denver defense the denver defense really um if you look at their strength of schedule rating too um based off you know we do based off of the opponent's offenses so total offense their their full season ranking uh this is denver defense is 26 26, hardest schedule, full season. By halves, 31 and 16. And by quarters, 32, 23rd, 20th, and 13th. So you could sit there and you could wait till the end of your draft. Get the Denver Broncos defense. Trust me. Trust me. They should be pretty fucking good. At least for a half, get you through the half. They'll get you that week 11 bye, and then you can decide... If you're gonna play, if you're gonna try another defense, but that's it. That's the Denver Broncos. Man, oh man! Fifty minutes on this one. Detroit Lions are next. I think I'll only spend like twenty-five minutes on it. Fuck that team. See you later. <laughs> <laughs>